0: you confess God's word to your life, I know I will make it. Not just that I can, but I'm so sure that I will make it. I will make it no matter the obstacle, no matter, no matter the resistance, no matter the opposition, I know that I will make it. There is no stopping me. There is no limiting me. I know that I will make it. Land of so barando shall be and azote. Oh, thank you, thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! For with you, nothing shall be impossible. I'd like you to look at that situation in the eyes and tell it with God, nothing shall be impossible. For we shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and it shall be so and that which i hear you say in my ears that which that that will i do yes that is the word of god i will not fail i will not be limited i will not be stopped i cannot be resisted i am the one empowered to resist the devil because the bible says resist the devil and he will flee from you so the power to resist is with me not with the devil I know that I will make it. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise and glory. We come to you this morning. Lord, we come with expectations in our hearts. We come with our eyes cast on you. Because we cannot help ourselves. We come to you. Who is able... To help us and who will never leave us comfortless. So Lord, this morning, we ask that you touch our lives. We ask that you give us a transformation. We ask that you give each and every one of us here today a testimony. May your name be glorified. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen. Hallelujah. Please sit down. Amen. I. I appreciate God for this privilege once again to bring God's word. I'd like us to open very quickly to John, 1 John, 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. Hallelujah. First John, chapter four, verse four. All right. The Bible says, if you remember, if you were here on Friday, during the faith round table, this scripture came up in the course of uh, the discussion. And um, as I saw it and read it on the screen, The spirit of God began to highlight some things in my spirit. And I want to draw your attention to a few things this morning. Amen. Ye are of God little children and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Now, if we can also have it in the amplified version I will appreciate it Amen Yes, little children that little children is further explained here talking about believers their ones you are of God and you belong to him if you remember the King James says thou are of God. And that was it. And then it went further to state other things. But this one says, you are of God and you belong to him. And have already overcome them. The agents of the Antichrist. Because he who is in you is greater than he, that is Satan, who is in the world of sinful Mankind. Very briefly this morning I want to talk to Ross on you are of God. Help me tell your neighbor you are of God. Come on, help me tell your neighbor again you are of God. Now the background to this this story here uh, or to this verse is the issue of the false prophets. If you read from... There's one of that scripture, you realize that, you know, they were being taught to test our spirits. And they were being warned of false prophets. So, when the Bible says, little children, talking to believers, you and I, believers in Christ, dear ones, you are of God and you belong to Him. Now, whenever you study the Bible, take note of the chronological arrangement of statements, not just books of the Bible, not just chapters of the Bible. Take note of what comes first, what comes second, and what comes last. Now, you will agree with me from this scripture that the people the Bible was addressing here were believers, not unbelievers. So that suggests to me that there is every possibility for a believer to fall into the deception of the devil. A believer can be deceived. And I want to let you know this morning that The weapon of the devil, or the weapon the devil uses to actualize his aim in the life of a believer is the weapon of deception. If the devil succeeds in deceiving you, then he has succeeded in taking over your life. That was what he did to Eve that led to their downfall. It was... The weapon of deception that the devil used. So I, 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 I speak to you, little children, believers, you are of God. That came like an announcement, calling them to the realization. Of who they are calling them to the realization of who they belong to calling them to the realization of who has authority over them you are of God the first thing I want you to realize is that you are of God Before I speak further, before I tell you of anything else in the word of God, I want you to first of all realize the fact that you are of God. Because every other thing I'm going to be telling you is hinged, is connected, is premised on this reality that you are of God. What it simply means is that whatever I'm going to tell you after now cannot become a reality in the life of someone that is not yet of God. It cannot become a reality in the life of someone that does not yet belong to God. You are of God and you have overcome them. So, there is victory. Amen? And may I quickly tell you that there is victory for you in Christ. Can somebody say amen? Victory that is accessible by faith. Victory that that can only become a reality in your life by reason of what you believe, by reason of your trust in the word of God, there is victory for every believer. But the premise upon which that victory is actualizable is when you become of God. Victory in God is meant for a man that belongs to God. So, therefore, any man that does not belong to God, any man that is not of God, has no access to the victory that we enjoy in Christ Jesus. Whatever is in Christ cannot become yours until you become his. Are you with me this morning? Jesus wants us to come to a point where we become his properties. Jesus wants us to come to a point where his rulership where His lordship becomes a reality of our lives. That is when victory in Christ Jesus can become real to you. Little children, you are of God and you belong to Him. Some other versions will say, "You are from God. You derive from God. You originated from God. Listen to me. When a man from God appears, he is irresistible. When a man comes, when a man's life, when a man's disposition originates from the very presence of Jehovah God, that man cannot be defeated. When a man comes from God, there is nothing that the devil can do about it. The Bible says of John the Baptist that there was a man sent from God. The same came. Between his sending and his arrival, they couldn't stop him. He came. There were a lot of people that left, that started a journey, but never arrived because that journey was not approved by heaven. Any man that comes from God like you and I cannot be resisted, cannot be stopped. So as we sang this morning, I know that I can make it. I know that I will make it. And then it was also added that with Jesus. With what? With Jesus. So the ability to make it is when a man is with Jesus. I'm not talking about talking tongues here. I'm not talking about confession of the word of God here. I'm not talking about appearing as a believer for men to see. No. What I am talking about is do you belong to God? Does he own you in the real sense of it? Does he determine your life? Does he dictate your life? Does he tell you what to do? Until a man is of God, he has no entitlement to victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Little children, I speak to you. You are of God and because you are of God, you have overcome them already. That is what the, the amplifier said. He, said. he said, you belong to him and have already overcome. So any man that belongs to Christ is already a victor. He has overcome already. There is, there is victory already embedded in a man that belongs to Jesus. The question to you this morning is... Who do I belong to? Who do you belong to? Ah, there was a man in the Bible called Elijah. Oh, shalata. A man that was dreaded, a man that was highly feared, a man that was highly respected, a man that could not be understood by man One day he was on the mountain, and the king sent to him, he sent a captain of 50 and his 50 unto Elijah, and they said unto him, Come down, thou man of God, come down from the mountain. And Elijah said, If I be a man of God, a man of God, a man. Of God, if I belong to God, see, calling you man of God is not in title, it's in lifestyle, it's in is is in the reality of life. So when people approach and say, hey, hey, man of God, man of God, I celebrate grace. The question is: this are you a man of God? Do you belong to God? Elijah was simply telling them that if my, heritage is, if, if my heritage is from God, Elijah was simply telling them, if I am a property, if I have come this far, because I belong to God, let fire come down from heaven, and consume you, and it was so. A man that belongs to God, has access to the store of heaven. The moment he raised his voice, if I be a man of God, Fire came down and consumed them. You know, Elijah was a man of fire. You remember when he finished the prophets of Baal? It was fire that he used to silence the prophets of Baal. He had access to God when it had not rained for so long. The Bible says, and he went on camel and bent his head in between his knees. And that man prayed until rain came again. A man that belongs to God. Who do you belong to? 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 Who Who owns you? People of God, who owns you? I'm not saying you don't pray. I'm not saying you don't study the word of God. But who owns you? Who owns you? Who owns you? How you test ownership. Who owns you? It's by obedience. Who do you obey? Whose word do you obey? Do you know that on that mountain that day, Elijah did not come down until the angel of the Lord told him to go. Those prophets could not bring him down. In fact, the last set of people that came, what did they do? They, they, they were begging. Sir, like, oh God, we know, we know, we know, we know who you are. Please, don't mind our master. Please, don't kill us. Oh, we are just servants, oh. We only came to deliver a message, oh, please, oh, don't kill us. And they entreated him. And when Elijah heard the voice of the angel of the Lord, that was when he came down from the mountain because his ownership derives from the Lord. Who owns you? Can I tell you something? The the shape, the nature, the level, the magnitude of your exploits in life is dependent on your ownership. Who owns you? And do you know that whatever you own, I cannot dictate to you how you use it. If you want to own something, you go and buy it. You have a television, it can't tell you when to own it and when to put it off. No. This is my shirt. I bought it. I just woke up this morning, looked at my wardrobe, and felt what should I wear to church. And it caught my eyes. And I brought it out and wore it. This one was very squeezed this morning. I don't know. I don't know why it was that that squeezed, but it was very squeezed. I went and on generator. I pressed it. It did not complain. Hey, this thing is too hot. Hey, I am being burned. It didn't say, "Leave me alone." It was loyal until I finished it, and I am wearing it this morning. Am I not looking handsome? Am I not looking handsome, people of God? Am I not looking handsome? Because a trouser decided to obey obey. Because a child decided to obey. What brings about the glory, the beauty of the glory of God upon our generation is when sons and daughters decide to obey. Who owns you? He owns you and you take decisions without recourse to him. The marital relationship you are into now as a young man, as a young lady, who approved it for you? Or you think God does not approve marriages? Who did you hear? Who told you that that is your wife? I have a friend. Back then in school. There was this sister. Somebody say sister. Me, I saw it too. I, saw, I, saw, I told him, I said, this sister is your wife. Bro. I prayed personally for him. And it was very clear in my spirit that this sister is his wife. Bro, do something else. Don't miss this girl. Don't miss this girl. We kept, we kept begging and begging and begging. One day down the line, the lady came and met me. And told me that God told her. That this man is her husband though but that but that she is not the one to go and tell him about it, I said, no, 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 we don't do like that in our kingdom, where have you seen in the Bible that a, a woman went and proposed to a man, those of you proposing to men now you are in error I did not I don't know much of the Bible though but I think pastor can help us out I've not seen in the Bible where a woman went and asked a man to marry her they are telling you now to shoot your shot This program I came across on television. Shoot your shot. Don't shoot your shot, too. Shoot the Lord's shot. That is the one, that one is pointed. When you shoot it, it goes to the target. Long story short, he said, Okay, yes, that the Lord has spoken to me, but I need to be doubly sure. Speak now. Go and talk to this girl now. He said, Now that, let's be doubly sure. Let's be doubly sure. Sister got angry one day. One very fine doctor came. Fiam, sister left. Got married. She didn't even inform me again before she went. She just, bam, took her decision and left. And then, after a few while, my friend came, ah, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. I said, yes, go, 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 go and try. Long story short, dating did not work. He went and married. You know, there there will always be options. You see, one day... When the pot, alright, the clay that the potter was making, when it broke, when the clay made it again, it was not the same pot. Converted into, so, so there is always something to make you into. But you see, I have told God early enough in my life, I don't want you to convert me to anything. I want you to mold me to become that exact Exact man that you had in mind before you brought me. Don't, before you brought me on there, don't convert me to any other thing, Lord. Don't convert me. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to be converted. I want to be me. As is that told him, bro. I've moved on. He got married. And issues. Do you understand? Issues here and there. Who is shooting that shot for you? That shot that you are shooting. Say, let us try this. Let us try this. Under whose command? A song says, I pledge allegiance to the lamb with all my heart, with all my soul. And I will seek to honor his command. I pledge allegiance to the Lord. Who is your owner? Who is your owner? Who is the owner of your life? Who holds authority over you? He decides how you dress are you with me he decides how you talk he decides where you go you can't just go anywhere anyhow in this kingdom our life is regulated you cannot live anyhow there is freedom in christ but that freedom is not what my people call otalaka otalaka what it means is that that freedom is actually not free there is no free freedom in christ Any man that comes under the freedom of Christ comes under his bondage. You can't live anyhow. It's just like when we are teaching marriage, we tell them it is a good bondage. When a man comes and gets married to a woman, they enter into bondage, but it is a good bondage. That is why the Bible says, uh, Is any man joined to a woman? Let him seek not to be loose. And is any man loose from a woman? Seek not to be joined. When you are joined to Christ, you are in bondage bondage of righteousness that that freedom that that kind of life gives you is freedom from sin is freedom from self is freedom from Satan is freedom from sicknesses is freedom from everything attractive that the world has to offer but not freedom from Christ he wants to be your Lord. He wants to be your Savior. He wants to direct you. He wants to teach you what to do, what to say, where to go. How can a believer be found in a club at night? How can a believer be caught watching pornography on his phone? How? How can a believer steal church money? How? Who owns you? Is it as we are here? Everybody's looking beautiful, but who owns you? We used to have a brother in school, Anosha. They'll collect offering. They'll count it. Before they know. By the time they are checking again, offering has reduced. He was doing it. He was stealing church. I mean church chapel money. He was stealing and stealing and stealing. He was not caught, too. Nobody could confront him because he was not caught red under. But we knew. We knew. One sister called me one day, Abraham, I know you used to be in the same fellowship with this brother. How is he? How is he? How is he? I told her, all I can say is that he used to steal offering, no? He used to steal offering. I don't know if he has repented, though. It's a long time now. But he used to still offering them. She said, okay. The next thing I saw was, was their wedding uh, wedding card. Now, that marriage ended on that one year. Are you with me? It ended on that one year. Bro, had a sugar mummy. Oh, forget, forget, forget these things. See, when you see ties and gilet and suit in church... Be not deceived. There is an inward question coming to us this morning. Who is your owner? You are here, you are a woman, you beat your husband. Excuse me please. Who is your, I I, I repeat again, you beat your husband. A woman beating her husband. Who is your owner? Who is your owner? Who owns you? A, a, A man that is owned by Christ cannot live like that. You are here, you are a man, you have mates, you have side chicks. Who owns you? You are a member of Vinebranch, but I can tell you, you are only coming. You are not in God's presence, you are not in His family. Who owns you? When there is a family, we have heard about family for weeks. When there is a family, there is a head. Everybody responds to the head. Everybody responds to the head. Who owns you in this family? I hope you are not a bastard. Because in Matthew chapter 7, I read my Bible. When the master was saying, he said, and on that day, many shall come to me, and they shall say unto me, is it not in your name we did this? Is it not in your name we healed the sick? Is it not in your name we performed miracle?' And I shall tell them, depart from me. I know you not. Ye workers of iniquity. ah! May the Lord not deny you when it matters most. Let's live as Christians. When you borrow money from people and you refuse to pay, who owns you? When you swindle people, when you lie to people, you lie to sisters, you deceive them. Innocent girls! You waste their lives, you destroy their lives, and you run away. See, in my little years of working with God, I've seen small. The, the reality of the matter is that the only thing I'm sure of is my salvation with the Lord. You need to be sure of your salvation with the Lord. I used to have a young man, finally, as we close. Very close to me. Ha! I didn't know. This young man would go behind, talk to sisters, talk to sisters, talk to sisters. And then even end up sleeping with some. I didn't know. Finally, he entered into a relationship. And a courtship relationship. Very innocent girl. Eventually slept with her. Abandoned her. And ran away. Went to marry somebody. There is no peace in his home right now. They have called me to settle for it And settle for it And settle for it. He this thing i know i know when the foundation is faulty what can the righteous do you are in you are sleeping with yourselves now when the ships are down and you are meant to stand tall and raise your head before god and say god see the uprightness of my heart where is the boldness with which you will say that who owns you Young men and women that are having premarital sex, defiling yourselves and doing all sorts of things, you are destroying tomorrow. You are destroying the future. You are sowing a seed that you will only take the mercy of God to be uprooted. Live right. Live pure. Live clean. Live a life that will return glory to God. Let it be that when we look at your life and when heaven bends over you and looks at you, God derives glory. There's a sweet smelling aroma that comes from your life that goes to God and when God inhales it he's happy he's happy for you are created To show his praise. For you have created. To give him glory. For the, the, the revelation says. Thou art worthy O Lord. To receive glory. To receive honor. To receive power. For thou have created. All things and for thy pleasure. For thy pleasure they are. And were created. Lord my cry this morning. Is that my life will bring you pleasure. Can somebody rise on his feet this morning? Who owns you? Can you declare unto the Lord, Lord I, Lord, I am yours. Lord, I am yours. Lord, I am yours. You may not be living in sin. You may not be living in unrighteousness. But rededicate your life to God. Lord, I rededicate my life to you. I am yours forevermore. Hey Kalabashana, till the day you will come. Lord, I am yours. I choose to be yours. I remain yours. I live for you i live for you all the days of my life ye are of god and i've overcome them our time is gone if you know you are not of god begin to settle issues with the lord now begin to tell the lord i want to be yours from today begin to tell the lord i want to be yours from today say lord i'm sorry For that decision I took when you did not approve it, Lord. I'm sorry for that thing I did when you did not approve it. Lord, I am yours for today. I am yours from today. From day, from this day onward. I am yours. In my office, I will be yours. In the market, I will be yours. On the road, I'll be yours. In school, I will be yours. Wherever I am, I'll be yours. Whatever I do, I will be yours. I am yours forevermore. Yando Salabaya. Oh. Till the day you will come Jesus I am your own Till the day You will come Jesus, Jesus I, am I am your own have well, just two minutes Till the day I you will word. come Just one minute now Jesus, Jesus I, I am, am your word. own I am your own I am I your own Yo oh, oh yeah, see you, you do. Do. eyes closed all heads bowed. you know you don't belong to Jesus and you want to be his from today put your hand up as we pray you want to say Jesus I am yours I am yours from today yes I see one hand there any hand up on the gallery any hand up on the gallery yes put up your hand properly let me see yes today say this after me say Lord Jesus I declare my life for you. I surrender my life to you. I want to be yours from today. And from today, Lord, I declare that I'm yours. Be the Lord of my life. Be my Savior. Save me from my sin. Save me, Lord, from this world. Rule in me and reign in me. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Lift up your right hand, everybody. You are blessed in the name of Jesus, because you are of God. You are victorious. You are victorious. You are victorious because the Word of God says, "Ye are of God, and have overcome them." You will overcome all the days of your life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. We are prayed. Amen.